היי גלי. היי אבא. Welcome to another Tuesday. Yes, and welcome to everybody that's on. We are live. Okay. Okay. So what are we talking about today, Bobby? Today, we're talking about problems. Big problems. <laughs> and the problems that people have in life and the problems that... You end up having that you kind of are of long duration, they kind of carry on, and then people become a problem to themselves, so they start to almost destroy themselves, eat at themselves. So kind of that's how the progression will go. Okay. So first of all, problems. And what is a problem? And why do problems come about? Let's start there. Okay, so a problem, a problem is something that you consider that you cannot solve. Right. So if you prerequisite for solving any problem is the certainty that you can solve it, because otherwise, why touch it? If you cannot solve it, why touch it? You will just make it worse. So that's the first yeah. thing. Problem get created. Problems are the manifestation of break in communication. When communication break, the manifestation is a problem. Yes. And just for... For people that don't understand manifestation, because a lot of people think manifestation means, oh, I manifested something because I thought about it. So what do you mean something is the manifestation of something else? It shows up as. So the side effect of problems is, the side effect of a broken communication is problems. Yeah. So, so for the example, source. Yeah. It's, it's not the source. So, so no, you, no, what you, I mean... Like the source would be the there's a communication issue or that's the root cause. Exactly. It shows up as the manifestation is a problem. A problem. Exactly. So for right. example, um, for example, let's say uh, you have a problem with um, your spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere along the line, there was a problem with communication and now you're arguing about whatever, about money, about the children, about the, the length of the hair, whatever, about any nonsense. It's always nonsense, by the way. Yeah, 100%. So you've got a problem, and um, a problem, in order to handle a problem, you need to assume that you uh, can resolve it. So the solution of any problem is actually... Not in solving the problem, but in raising the ability of the person or his willingness to show his abilities. So the problem is a constant. And now you can raise the ability and so the problem becomes small. Or you can lower the ability and the problem becomes big. So for yeah. useless people, anything is a big problem. You take a person that, uh, I don't know, is really not producing, basically useless. Uh, so anything is a problem for him. He needs to tie the shoelaces. Oh, it's a big problem. Okay. You take right. a business right. executive, you take uh, the president of, uh, not the United States, I'm talking about the real president. As he has <laughs> been tying the shoelaces, so it might not be the right example. Exactly. <laughs> But you take a president of a big corporation yeah. or, or an entrepreneur, and you'll see that for him, Nothing is a problem. Mm -hmm. 
Nothing yeah. is a problem because he is able and he knows, okay, I can handle that. I can handle that. I can handle that. I can handle that. Yeah. It's just when you assume that you cannot handle it, the problem become a problem. Yeah. hundred percent. It's amazing. Go on. Go Another on. Problem is not a problem. It's just a barrier. So the difference between a barrier and a problem is problem is something that you assume you cannot overcome. And a barrier is something that you know you can overcome. Yes. yes. Yeah. Amazing. And I was going to say that it's a, a big difference to understand that the problem is a constant and that, that it's just seemingly bigger based on your abilities. Exactly. It's really amazing that most people try to lower the problem. You cannot lower your problem. You can increase your ability or lower your ability. You can change your viewpoint on the problem and the problem change because the problem do not change in reality. It's just the relationship between your ability and your problem. How much of your ability you're willing to demonstrate and how much not. So it becomes so bad that you'll see that some people are a problem, which means they create problems. Mm -hmm. And some people are the solution. Yeah. You can be the spirit, the problem, or you can be spirit, the solution. Mm -hmm. Spirit, the problem is someone that is so weak that anything is a problem for him. Spirit, the solution is he's so powerful that nothing could be. A problem problem is not something that is possible for him yeah yeah he's actually Amazing. inventing some games in order to make life interesting yeah i see now there is such a thing though as a big problem or a small problem like for example one person could have a small problem which is tying the shoelaces it's barely it's not even a problem and that same person can have a big problem of i don't know a deal that went bad and they lost a lot of money so to them that's a big problem now just got to do with the size of the ability. So a person that lost a lot of money, what is a lot of money? Let's say a million dollars. So we take the problem, lost a million dollars. For Jeff Bezos, lost a million dollars, it doesn't mean anything. Yes, now. Because, very, because, he's, because now he has a, he raised the ability, the financial ability, to a point where the problem is nothing. A million dollars is nothing. Mm -hmm. For someone else, a million dollars is everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the million dollars. It's your viewpoint on the million dollars. And the magic is once you change the viewpoint, the problem is not the problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because Just the problem better. lost a million dollars is a constant. I lost a million dollars. Now what do I do with that? One guy will say, okay, now I lost a million dollars. It will take him 25 years to recover. And the end result will be that he will be willing to make small amount of money because someone mm -hmm. cheated him and he is such a victim. And look what happened to me. And he will tell you again and again and again how someone cheated him. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And another person will look at that and say, I lost a million dollars. Fine, I'll make another 20. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Nothing. Yeah. So it's the viewpoint. You take people and they say, well, my mother did that to me or my father did that to me. 25 years later, they're still crying about what my mother did to them at the age of three. Come on. More or less <laughs> at the age of three and a half, you should over 
like get over it. Stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Such a small problem, something that happened to them at the age of three or six, and they cry and cry and cry and cry forever because they look at it and someone else, something happened to me at the age of three or six. Who cares? Seven. So next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. hundred percent. It's, it's the, the viewpoint. viewpoint. It's not. Yeah, yeah, I see. And now, if you have somebody, though, that he, let's not go extreme to a million dollars, they find themselves in, in $20,000 of debt, okay? And they're looking at this. Them, they work a job that is limited in how much they earn. Maybe they make $50,000 a year, and their expenses are about $50,000 a year. But now they have this $20,000 of credit card debt. It's like they, it's, it's, and they're not an entrepreneur. They can't make their money fluctuate. How do they overcome that? First of all, they need to know. They need to close themselves on the idea that there's a solution. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's really nothing. Mm-hmm. Like they should not worry. If, if I owe you money, you should worry, not me. <laughs> you know, there's this, 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 this guy that uh, had to pay a, a, a big uh, debt the next morning and he didn't have the money. So he was like turning and turning in debt. And he, every time he woke up his wife, so he, he had to pay this money for the neighbor and he couldn't sleep. He couldn't sleep. So by 4 a.m., his wife like had, that's it. I'm done with that. She picked up the phone, called the neighbor and says, you know, my husband is not going to pay you tomorrow and put down the phone. The husband said, are you crazy? What did you do? She said, no, he would not sleep. You can go to sleep. <laughs> yes, exactly that. 100%. Let, let the neighbor worry. Yeah. It's, just, it's really yeah. there's nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, like anything can happen to you. Why worried? If it happened, it can happen. Just yeah, not the sure. For sure. on, on the basis of, I mean, uh, first of all, that's true. It makes total sense, right? You have this thing and you, the person worries and you should know that it will be okay. But you want to be a good person. You, of course, where you want to pay your debts, obviously. Now what? So you've closed yourself on, okay, I'm not going to worry, but I want to handle it. I need to pay this person back. No problem. So now once, once you know that there's a solution, there will be a solution. First of all, you start and say, okay, fine. So why only 50,000? What am I not working? I'm not getting only 50,000. How can I contribute more? And you will see that this person that make only 50,000 per year actually don't really work. He's not willing to do what it takes to make money. Even as an employee, he's not really contributing. He's not really going out of his way. He's not making himself uh, invaluable to the company. You yeah. can take an account lady and she can become so amazing, collect money, uh, reduce the cost of the company, da, 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 da. And she will become invaluable for the company. The company will pay her more and she can come and say, look, you know, I serve you so much and uh, I want uh, to get uh, paid by my results. Mm-hmm. I want an increase. Yeah, and she can sell, and she can sell. Fine, you know what? I'm very good with that. I'll open a company that will help some people with the same problem. And there's millions of ways to do it, 
if you are willing to do what it takes, most people are not willing to do. They're coming at eight o'clock to the office. They need to drink coffee. They need to talk. They play. They watch uh, TV, uh, Netflix. They watch uh, Instagram. Half of the day, without the noticing, is on Instagram. Half of the day. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, true. Hundred percent. Then at five o'clock, after the waste half of the day, they go home and they're wasting the rest of the day doing nothing, drinking. Coming home, first thing they do, they drink. Oh, just a glass of wine. No, no. Don't drink. Go produce. Yeah. yeah. You, come, you come home at 5, 6. You've got from 6 until midnight. Six hours to produce. It's another day. Yeah. Produce. So people don't have money because they are not willing to do what it takes to make money. Mm-hmm. And so they have that and they find it and they say, oh, there's a problem. It's insurmountable. No, it's not in so. It's just an excuse not to actually demonstrate your ability. Absolutely. If somebody don't have a pro, don't have money, he is not actually contributing. If someone have cancer, as I see Anita say, yeah. uh, you have cancer. Uh, there's one thing to have cancer, uh, and number one, why do you have cancer and someone else don't have? That's a different story. But there's one thing to have cancer and another thing to cry about it. Okay, so you have cancer. Everyone died then. Mm-hmm. Everyone die. What's the so at least be happy. And you will see that if you're happy, you will not get cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cancer yeah. gets attacked, attached to negative people. Generally, you get sick when you're negative. You cannot be happy and sick. In old days, uh, people knew. That if you make someone laugh, he will be cured. If you mm-hmm. laugh enough, if you are happy enough, you cannot get any disease. Mm-hmm. Prerequisite to getting a disease is to be miserable. You're first not productive. You convince yourself that you are useless. And then you get sick. Yeah. So you can say old age is the process of convincing yourself that you're miserable. Look what's happened to me. Yeah. It's very, very, very powerful. It's, that's amazing. And, but how does somebody, I mean, I obviously can see it, right? And I know the general answer, but from your viewpoint, how does somebody get up and start to produce because it's very hard to get that momentum or if you even think about it on a physical level somebody that hasn't gymmed for a long time and now decides to gym has a, a road ahead of them it's not comfortable at the beginning how do they get into that okay two options number one knowledge he can come to one of the seminars, he can come to the webinars, he can listen to free interviews and realize that maybe it's a better solution to start moving and make mm-hmm. and decide that the boss is back home. I am yeah. the spirit, is the boss, and you inform the body, look, the boss is home and we are now going to put some order into this mess. That's mm-hmm. option number one, true knowledge. Yeah. Option number two is through responsibility. And what does it mean, responsibility? You can have responsibility by a decision or you can have responsibility by you got so low that you will do something. You'll see that a person that uh, get cancer and smoke, all of a sudden he, he get the good news, he got cancer. 
he decided, okay, fine, I'm going to stop smoking. That's a good news. Yes, yeah. it's just a view. <laughs> right, right. But I see because they got so low, such a bad condition. Now they make a decision. I got to stop smoking. Now they will stop smoking. Before that, they will tell you, oh, I cannot. They will cry, 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 tell you stories. I'm useless, I'm useless, I'm useless. Uh, but uh, if they get cancer, if it's like really bad, when they get really, really, really low, then the necessity level is high enough. And you understand there was, um, in old days when people had to fight for food, fight for living, fight for anything, no one sat down and said, oh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. No, I need to watch Netflix. No, don't, you need to go to hunt. You go to hunt. Yeah. Otherwise, you die. Mm-hmm. So the necessity level was high. Right. So you can see that the more people consume entertainment, the more useless they become. I can check a person account on his phone, how much time he wastes on his screen, and I can tell you how useless he is. Yeah. Yeah. A person is as useless as he consume entertainment instead of providing entertainment. Useless Absolutely. people consume entertainment. Successful people provide entertainment. Right. Now, by the way, on that note, would it be incorrect to some level for somebody to provide entertainment because then you make somebody else useless by them consuming it? Yeah, but my entertainment that I provide, I provide it as a product of value. Yeah. Not entertainment as corrupting. Like I'm not giving you drugs. I'm giving you food. That's something else. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. So of value, of course. And uh, JJ said, some people play a game of finding their ruin before they change anything. Just a game they want to play, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, so they wait uh, for that point. If, if they do that, they don't want to play. That's the point. They don't know that they're playing it. Most people, most of the time, don't actually know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When someone says, I want, it's because he doesn't know what he wants. Because yeah. a spirit don't want. A spirit decides. There's no wanting. When right. a person says, oh, feel like I don't like that. This is already a person that died. This is like way below, somewhere towards the end. You want or you feel, etc. A person, a spirit don't like or feel or want. The spirit just act for no reason at all. Boom. And mm-hmm. makes everyone like what hap- just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a totally different, totally different way of operating. Nobody, nobody thinks with that. Nobody. That's amazing. But they need to come to the seminars. Yes, 100%. <laughs> uh, Byron asked, what about childhood cancer? How can we understand this phenomenon? If you don't live once, then it's very easy to understand. But if you think that you live once, then you don't understand anything. Because you just come up, and there's no, re- no prior cause. But in the physical universe, there's always prior cause. So all of a sudden you say, there's a physical universe and everything has reason for it. But the child born and he has no reason from the past. Nonsense. This prior cause, this past life, and, uh, and uh, because this past life, you don't have your own life. <laughs> you, you have cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's so vital for people to 
join the past life seminar even for this reason is because it's not about mm -hmm. this life it's about and it's not even about the past it's about now and it's about what happens if you don't because then you come back in another life with a child is with cancer because you didn't handle this life or the previous ones exactly we'll talk about you know, that, one, but... of the, one of the difficult or the strange things that happen is uh, we take people and we help them so we ha I have this student that uh, when I met that student, um, uh, they had really terrible life. Just uh, had the, they had a terrible life. The 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 husband just uh, someone that was supposed to marry them just cancelled the marriage, stole the money. Uh, they were sick. They were depressed, but like really bad. And today they're married and have their own business and the, the husband is very rich and very successful and they're very successful. And they, of course, because they study all of, everything changed for them. So I don't know, from the age, up to the age of 30, everything went down, 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 down. They met me or that person met me and everything started to go up, 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 up. And now the person uh, come to me and say, what, you know, Mayor, but I wanted to make a million dollars and I made only 600. And I said, okay, fine. You didn't make 600. What you made is all the minus plus 600. Mm -hmm. And what you made is all the thing that didn't happen, all the other disaster that happened to you in the past 30 years that stopped happening to you and have good things happen to you. So the value of... Uh, improving of doing what of learning what we're teaching is something that you have a chance now to learn those things it will never come back mm -hmm. it is so important to learn now 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 because earth at this moment in time is at the on the brink of major disaster and only those people that will know will survive and yeah. it won't be many only the spirit that will know will survive it's not the people with the muscles or with the guns that will survive because you will not your body will not survive you will survive but only few all the rest will be jailed and tormented Amazing. So it's, it's, it's so important and it's, uh, it's really amazing because it's hard to fathom what hasn't yet happened. And so that's the... The next thing that will happen will be something that will look like natural disaster. But it, it's coming. What about the person regretting mistakes or past failure? It is something hard to stop blaming myself for things I didn't handle. It is kind of makes me uh, caution. Yes, the more caution you have, the worse you will make things. So if you want to improve, stop being cautious. And really, if it happened, it happened. The fact that you will say that you regret, you don't really regret it. Why? At zero time, you've done what exactly you thought is the right thing to do. So now you've done something that you thought that this is exactly what you were supposed to do at that moment. In a second letter, you say, oh, I regret. No, you're adding a line now. You don't regret, but you don't consider that you can change what happens. So you say, oh, I regret. You don't 
actually, no one actually regret because regret is a lie. Why? Because you do at zero time what you consider with the data in front of you, the most accurate thing. Mm-hmm. So don't mm-hmm. regret, be willing to win and lose with the same level of enthusiasm. Forget yesterday and create your tomorrow. Who cares about yesterday? The past is past, it's gone. The past is not there. So why do you regret something that do not exist? It's cuckoo. To regret the past is to regret something that do not exist. Like imagine that you have a yeah. car that yeah. evaporated and you regret that you don't have it. It does not exist. There's nothing to regret. It's the past. And if you continue to regret, you make sure that the past will not pass. That's cuckoo. End of cycle. There is an expiration date. There is a statue of limitation on any things that happened in the past. 20 minutes past, statue of limitation is gone. Next, we're creating something new. You want to enjoy 20 minutes. If you are really wanting to enjoy your past, I'll give you a day. Otherwise, statue of limitation. Next, stop crying, stop being a baby, move forward. Yes. Yes. It's not tough, but it's tougher what you're doing to hold this bag of nonsense all your life because something that because you're lying that you regret, you don't regret. At zero time, you do exactly what you thought is right. You never made ever mistake in your life. Because at zero time, based on the data that you had, you did the best that you could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you start to think otherwise, you'll become more useless and you'll make more mistakes and you'll have more regrets and you'll go down and down and down and you'll damage everyone around you. So it's a bad time that enough. 20 minutes. If you really want to be to enjoy the sadness of whatever, of the lies, take a day, two, but uh, come on. Wow, you're being really wow. generous. <laughs> yes. But that's really powerful. And I think one of the main breakthroughs or things that you've said and that you've said is that whole concept of the past has passed if you let it pass. And most people don't let the past pass. They keep the past now. It's constantly now, but it's not even here. But they make the past now. Mm-hmm. So they're adding yeah. lie on top of lie on top of lie every day. Yeah. My dad wrapped me by the edge of tree. Okay, fine. He wrapped you at the edge of tree. Thank you very much. Next. Mm-hmm. That's it. How much nonsense can you make out of it? Yeah. How much can you cry over it? It's happened. Gone. Next. Three, de- three years and one second. Gone. Next. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which gone. most people don't do, but most people aren't successful. Most people are wallowing in their past. Yeah. yeah, they get stuck at the edge of tree. And then yeah. they and then they 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 don't understand that they use it as entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's a substitute for actual creation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a substitute for creation. And they just say, oh look what happened to me. Mm, like yeah. they have this Look what happened to me. I was raped by the edge of tree. What happened to you? Oh, you just been hit by the edge of tree. So you are not, it's not serious. Come on, mm-hmm. nonsense. It's like yeah. a medal. What happened to me? Nonsense. Amazing. And very tough for a lot of people to hear, but very true. And it's, a, it's what makes you tough. It's what makes the average person able 
if they apply this to get out and to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, at the beginning, you said, you know, when you have a problem and you don't know how to handle it, why would you kind of keep messing with it? But that's what most people do. And then they become a problem to themselves. How do, you know, most people have a problem that they don't know how to handle and all is swim around in it. And it just becomes a bigger and bigger problem. Uh, do you, how do they get out of that, number one? And how, at what point do you become a problem to yourself? Yeah. So the key is not if you know how to handle it or not. You need to decide that you can handle it. You don't need how to, to know how to handle it. How do you handle a problem? Once you know how to handle it, it's worth for you to look at it. Otherwise, it doesn't work for you. And how do you, look, how do you handle a problem? By looking at all the component parts of the problem. When you look, you look, you look, you look at the problem, not the solution, and the problem, and the problem. You look at the problem, you look, you look, you look, you look, and you really look at all the parts and all the parts and all the parts and all the parts, and all of a sudden, boom, you have a solution. It's like in these detective movies that they look at some video again and again and again and again, and you look with them and you don't see, and all of a sudden, they notice something that you did not notice, and but it's there. And you say, wow, how did they see that? Because you look. They didn't look for a solution. They look at the data. You look and look and look and look and look, and all of a sudden, there will be a solution. But prerequisite is why this detective continue to look and the others say, oh, he's crazy? Because the prerequisite is to know that there is a solution. Yeah. If yeah, you that's... know there's a solution, there's, it's worth looking at the problem. If you know there's no solution, it's not worth it. Why? Because in any case, you'll be right. You're going to be right. If you decide that there is a solution, you'll be right. There will be a solution. And if you decide there's no solution, you will be right. There will not be a solution. You never are going to be wrong. That I can tell you for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I like that example though, of watching like a detective, the movie again and again, or the problem again and again and again. And wh while I think you've already kind of answered this already, well, or just before, let's, let me read here what it says. So, JJ said, let me tell you, if people were told there is a nuke going off in their village tomorrow, they would immediately forget their past and suddenly become spirit again. Yeah, the necessity exactly. level would be so high that they'd kick into gear. Yeah. And uh, Anita wrote, who controls the past controls the future. Who controls Fault. the present controls the past. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I, don't, if I control the past, it means the past is important. Nonsense. Mm -hmm. Who create the present, create the present. All the rest is nonsense. The past is a lie and the future will never arrive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The past is a lie, so there's nothing. What do you want to control a lie? How can I control a lie? It's a lie. The, the past is, is past, it's gone, it's a lie. And the future will never arrive because the future is always in the future. So the mm -hmm. only thing, the only thing that you can is create the moment, create present time. Actually, the definition of the word present time is the span of time that you have absolute control over. Yes. And the span of time is before time, but that's a different thing. <laughs> For another day. Um, okay, what I was going to say really quickly, and I think you've already sort of touched upon this, but just in case there's another answer. How or at what point does somebody become a problem to themselves. As what what point do they become a flesh-eating monster to themselves? You get what I mean? Yeah. So a few things. So all the problems that a person have is not his problems. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? So let's look. Um, 
a person have a problem that he owes money. It's not his problem. He owes money to someone else. A problem have a, a person have a problem with his body. It's not his problem. It's his body problem. The body die, not him. A person have a problem with his mother. It's not a problem. Yeah. So, so a problem is always someone else's problem. It's not your problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number one to understand. It's really weird, but if you yeah. actually look at that, you'll see that you always get involved in someone else's problem. Mm -hmm. Quite amazing. So, so the first thing is the problem is always someone else's problem, yes? And the yeah. second thing is that when a person gets convinced falsely that he is weak, which means someone showed him you failed, you failed, you failed, you failed, you need to regret, you need to ask for forgiveness, you need to be careful. You failed, you failed, you failed. Once someone convinces you enough time that you need to be careful because you failed, because you are useless, you stop creating and you do the opposite of creating, which is destroying. So you become spirit, the problem, instead of spirit, the creator. Are you with yeah. me? 100% with you. 100%. Yeah, I see. Okay, and that's the game changer. Yeah. Because essentially then that handles it. That knowledge gives yeah. you that control. Amazing. Were you going to say something else? Hey, no, I think. Okay. Okay, so then the last thing before we wrap up, the Body and Past Lives Seminar, it's happening in Canada in three weeks, something around the corner. Um, people that haven't seen that or don't know what it's all about, can you give a one-minute blurb about what that seminar is all about? Okay, so uh, the seminar is called uh, Past Life and Your Body. Now, uh, many people, or I think all people, at one point or another, wanted to improve their life, and they looked for a way. It could be uh, the Tao, which is the way, or it could be some kind of a, a road to freedom, or it can be religion, or it can be many things. People try to find a way to improve themselves. And what they didn't notice is that all those ways are not their way. And when you go to get freedom, but the road is not your own road, it doesn't lead you to where you want to or where you need to be. So you basically, all those roads to freedom led you to hell. And what I say is that there's only way the only way to freedom is your way. You need to discover your way. You cannot have someone giving you their way. It's not Buddhism and it's not any ism and it's not any, anything else. Mm -hmm. uh, the only way to find your freedom is to find your way. Your yeah. way. So the first thing is you need to understand that. Now, in order to find your way, uh, you need to learn why you didn't, why don't you go and simply find your way? Why you are so mixed up? Why are you doing so many things that are not so good for you and for others? And, uh, and the basic idea is that if you take a game, if you look at life as the game, and yeah. imagine that you have a game 
And uh, in this game, someone, there's two teams in the game, and there is a referee and there is um, uh, the crowd and uh, there is management. And imagine that someone poisoned one of the groups, one of the sides, one of the teams, but the team doesn't know about it. Yeah. And the other team was also poisoned. So when they go onto the, onto the field to play, they're both poisoned. They're both really not actually able to play. So instead of playing one against each other, they start to play one, they start to fight internally. And imagine that the referee also been poisoned and the uh, crowd w- was poisoned and management was poisoned and everyone is poisoned and all of a sudden the game become an insane game. And this is what's happening in life. And before you find this poison, what poison you, and before you remove, before you get an antidote to this poison, you will never improve. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so difficult for people to actually get up and do things. That's why it's so easy for people to consume entertainment because the poison tells them that the effect, the best thing for them to be is an effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this seminar, we're going to handle past lives. And that will allow you to really realize how the body works. And so handle the body and use the body as a tool and not serve the body as a servant. Right. Right. And that's the general uh, idea or the general thing uh, about past life and how they are and what we're doing with them, etc., etc. Amazing, amazing. Now, by the way, on that note, what if somebody religious, Buddhist, and they want to come to the seminar, but you're saying, look, it's not about your, that path, it's about your way. Yeah, but the, the, the purpose of uh, religion is uh, to give you a, 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 an ethics code, to give you a code of conduct, to make sure that you don't stray and do things that you will be sorry for the purpose of religion is a wonderful thing if it's not run by men that try to get your money or (laughs) or punish you you. yeah tell you what to do or how to think and so on so religion is a wonderful thing it kept mankind mankind going for a long time and without religion or anyone that uh, destroy religion destroy you mankind so I'm totally for religion, but I think that you personally, spiritually, need to find your way. Mm-hmm. So you can be a Buddhist, but you can have it with a viewpoint of being on the left. There is God, there is a creator for sure, there's no question about it, but, uh, but you need to find your way out. Because at the end, you act according to your ideas, not God's ideas. At the end, you act according to you. You define it. And when you try to act according to someone else's ideas, someone else's road, you always end up in a ditch. Amazing. Amazing. That's super powerful and such a great explanation, as always. And by the way, on the site that's on the screen, which is gprosperity.com forward slash past lives, there are three webinars there 
that are up for free. They're packed with gold. You're going to watch them and be with your jaw dropped on the things that you cover there and the breakthroughs you presented. And the, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's there. Go check it out. And ours, if you've seen it, I recommend you watch it again. If you haven't seen it, I recommend you watch it once and then again. And it's just available to you there. And if you want to join in Canada, highly recommended. But start with going to that site and checking those out. It's really amazing. You should be. If, uh, if you want to really release yourself from the invisible jail that you are in, you should be there. There's nothing, yeah. in my opinion, there's nothing more important than that. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Amazing. And this was amazing. This, this will change anybody's life, business, money, health. This was amazing. So thank you. Mwah. I love you. Bye -bye. I love you. And thanks to everyone that was on. That was great. Okay. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you maybe next Tuesday. We'll see how, how I'm progressing with the seminar. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay. All right. Mwah. Mwah. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.